right now, we're about to get into the five underrated strategies to attract women. Because to be honest, that's what we want to get into. Shit that's outside of what you may have been told. Now, some of this may be things that you have heard and that need to be re-emphasized because they're that important. Because we're not just going to make up shit that isn't true either. And, you know, let's just not waste any time. Number one is fucking other women openly. Hmm. This is it. I know we we not we not wasting any time, man. We not we not. We're just not gonna. We're not gonna make this easy for you guys. We're gonna go straight to the point because a lot of dudes, you know, might have the other idea. They might have the other end of this where they feel like, oh my God, I don't want to tell her about other chicks or whatever the case is. But in reality, in reality, if you think about it, if you ever heard the whole key lock comparison, even though it's funny. There's some truth to it, and and chicks will get offended, but this is like the double standards in dating episode in a bit, because, you know, chicks will get offended at the idea, but in reality, if you took it the way, other way around, if you asked the chick, you know, how she felt about a guy who didn't get a lot of women, most of the time they discriminate. They're not, chicks don't want a dude that's not desired by other women. Yeah, they perceive them as low values, like, oh, this dude... Being attracting other bitches, then obviously this dude isn't a really high quality male because he's over here just doing just that, not attracting other bitches. If you flip it the other way around, dudes, they tend to not want chicks who are easily just fucking every single other dude because at the end of the day, the whole dynamic is that you're trying to get her. You're the pursuer, you're the male. That's the yin and yang of, you know, you being a leader and you going for it. So, naturally women like a dude who's able to have a lot of nuance and skill when it comes to that type of shit and naturally a dude doesn't want a chick to just be super easy and matter of fact as much as chicks will say slut shaming and all this shit you can ask the most sluttiest chick in the world the thottiest chick in the world that you ask her are you a slut are you are you easy like is it easy to get in your pants or to like become someone serious in your life or whatever no the case way. is? No way, I'm selective. Exactly. They're all gonna want to pretend to be very selective because that's just naturally the yin and yang. Or that's the duality is to them to be selective. I think another aspect of like the positive to being openly like fucking other girls and or pursuing other girls and just being visible that you're that you can attract other women is that. Girls, like, in the past, when I've done this, they seem to appreciate the honesty. Like, they could appreciate that I'm, I'm being straightforward with the shit. Because at the end of the day... They all know it. If you a man, you sh- you're going to want to fuck beautiful women, bro. You're not going to lie to me, sit there and lie to me and tell me when you have a girlfriend that you're not attracted to other women, that you don't find other women sexually intriguing and shit like that. So, of course, if you're just open and honest about it, it's like there's this respect factor. It's like, okay, this dude can actually, you know be real and not have to hide things and not have to be fucking um uh, like this uh, this deceitful and shit like that like there's a certain deceitfulness to lying about being attracted to other girls come on also i just want to say now naturally if we're going chronologically it's like we all didn't start off this way you first start off just doing the regular shit that you were raised upon, you know, the typical monogamous relationship or whatever the case is like that. So we're not telling you, oh, you to immediately jump into saying this shit openly, even though early on you should display yourself as a dude, you know, who can talk to other women. But at the end of the day, look, also, you also have to consider that a lot of the reason that girls would be a little hesitant and that you're scared of their reaction of like you fucking other girls 
is that it's societal factors. It's just what they know and what they've been taught. It's more, they don't, they're attracted to you fucking other girls. The only drawback and like mental thing with them that they, they, they would be a little bit hesitant toward, towards it is the fact that they don't want to look dumb. They don't, they're scared of what their friends are going to say or what their family is going to say. And like other haters outside where they'll be like, oh, she, look at her. Look at her. She's dumb. Like, how's she going to take that? I would never yeah, take that. I would never, I would never let my guy fuck. Mm-hmm. Other. Like, that's most of it is that just worrying about what other people are going to say. So if you paint it that's in the way, true. if you paint it in the way that, listen, I do things differently. I do things my way. I don't care about what society has to say. I don't care about other people's opinion. It's about you and me. It's about whatever makes us work. Whatever, whatever we deem as happiness for us. So if you want to watch me fuck other bitches and you're turned on by that, don't let people shame you into not doing what what fulfills you. Hey man, that was a very passionate speech. Thank you, man. It's because I've always had that conversation. Like, it always seems to. I'm not gonna lie here and sell you a dream that eventually she ain't gonna like. She's gonna see you as so high value and such a fucking catch that she's gonna want you to herself and try to be no, territorial. To be honest, man, this so, this needs like its own entire episode because I feel like there's naturally gonna be natural like people are gonna naturally say things against this. Like one of the most immediate things that could come to mind is like. What if she fuck other dudes? Or do you let her fuck other dudes? Or no high-respected chick will go for that? Because I've all heard all, all this shit. So mm-hmm. I would want to like write all that shit down and dedicate the time to like address all that shit in another episode. All right, so yo, look out for that. We're going we're gonna to do so episodes. So let's just, yeah, at that. the very least, you know, just make it appear like it ain't, you know, That's your, your it's, first it's, rodeo, man. Just think about it like this naturally. It's what's not impressive about you being comfortable around other women. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's a certain there's a certain respect factor and like attractiveness into a dude who's just comfortable around beautiful women and pretty girls. Because you look at him, he's just acting natural. He's not nervous. Comfortable he's being not, himself. Exactly. Yeah. Like, despite all right, so. the beauty, despite any makeup, despite any glitz and glamour, whatever the case is, he can still look at her and see that she's just a human and still be himself. That ultimately is. A huge thing. So, number two, man. What's good? Oh, shit. Okay, here we go. Being, wait, what? Oh, being introspective and open about everything. Wow, I actually really like this strategy because it's just it should just be inherently in our human nature to look within and see what's inside. Like, that's how you build the deepest connections with a girl anyway. And, like, being introspective with sure. each other. Her talking about her deepest thoughts and her her deepest beliefs and her her yeah, passions and then you doing exactly. the same with yourself that'll create conversations that she could that'll never happen with anyone else like it'll be a completely original conversation and that'll create memories that are just different from everybody else because if you talk about the same shit if you're not ever introspective and you don't ever challenge her to challenge her mindset, whether that be regular things in life, like if you could do mm-hmm. anything in the world without fear of failure or money, what would it be? Or something like that. To even something more sexual where you're pushing the boundaries there. Deeper introspective shit, man. Things that are things that can expand into other areas and just isn't surface level cookie cutter conversation. Like yeah, yeah. We had a client the other day, you know, shout out homie from, you know, I don't want to say his name, but not because we know we ain't no snitches or nothing like that. But he's a homie out in Texas, and 
he he just brought up a situation where it was like the the girl was asking him kind of like what he thought about dating and sex and relationships just like in general like what he thought about it and like chicks will ask those introspective questions and a lot of times dudes won't spot it out that's a great opportunity man that was a great opportunity for him to open up about that shit and introduce like things outside the, the box exactly like that like step number make one her open up exactly that was a great opportunity to even introduce the aspect of other women and just like the openness of of being a sexual person and and showing the sexual side of him and how he connects romance to to lust and fucking sex and just mix all that shit up up together is yeah, exactly is everything shit. is yin and yang and that's what separates us from other people because everything is just like leaning one way you're either like super red pill whatever the case is or you're like super naive white knight i only want to listen to coaches that teach me to love women and don't ever point out the bullshit or like the other end where it's just like you hate bitches and I said you hate bitches. No, you don't really want to fucking. So we want to point out both ends. And when you're with the, because at the end of the day, I think of it like this: is yin and yang, and then there's one main goal. So like the main goal might be to create the deepest connection possible in the shortest amount of time possible. That should always be the main fucking goal when you first go up to a girl. And during that time, you're gonna be push pulling and yin and yanging from evil and good, and connecting on deepest topics that ultimately connect you two together, your deepest passions, while keeping. That main goal. So I think of it like two things connected to like one main goal as you go along that fucking timeline, you know, from beginning, middle to end. I see it in my mind, I, I, but it's hard to fucking put in a, you know, audio. Plus, there's a certain uh, attractiveness, inherent attractiveness and, and inherent like uh, uh, gravitation to somebody who can be introspective about themselves, who can recognize things about themselves, who can openly speak about like whatever their weaknesses are, or their vulnerabilities, and as as well as their strengths and and shit that they're they're passionate about, it it's just like that's another form of the duality. You got to talk about both things, but um, yeah, like that's impressive in itself. Somebody who can look within and, and recognize shit within themselves. Somebody who's really grounded and can be honest with themselves and honest with them. Here's a good question you could ask. Something light, something to start it off. You might just ask something like. If she's ever been interested in something that other people made fun of or that people didn't mm. think was cool or that she was embarrassed about. Because a lot of people be into all types of unique stuff that you would just never even think that they were into, judging by their appearance or how they sound or whatever the case is. That's a good point. For example, growing up, I loved drawing. I loved animation. That was like my first love and shit. I had an older brother that put me onto it. And I was also into magic because my pops put me on to like David Blaine. And I also had other interests like boxing and basketball. But a lot of people might not think I was into certain one, just certain of those things. And when I revealed certain one of the, one of those things, whatever it is, even if you feel like it's embarrassing, whatever the case is, that'll give her the opportunity to open up. And at the end of the day, if you're not opening up about the deep, if you're not opening up about the deepest shit possible outside of what everyone talks about, because as her lover, you're gonna be talking. Talking about things that she's not even going to talk to about her best friend. So you have to take advantage of that shit to the fullest and connect on the deepest shit possible. And that means asking shit outside, even outside of the physical reality of this world itself. Like, if I was an alien bitch, would you fuck me? Like, you ain't got to lie. Come on. Like, if I was some I, seven I, I, foot I was like, avatar, blue avatar. <laughs> <laughs> would you fucking Navi, ho? <laughs> I'm asking, unleash crew right now. But I'm um, home, like, yeah, Googling that shit. Yeah, for sure, man. Ah, man, some introspective shit. It could be fucking astrology. Girls are open to like other 
more conceptual Ooh. shit. So it's easy to just like. Girls are very right brain. Yeah, they think about something energy. not so rational, not so logical all the fucking time, like a robot. Yeah, they used to call that chick crack back in the day. Like all them <laughs> little psychological games and tests because it seemed uncanny how universal all women just seem to be into that shit. Like every chick you meet, there isn't a single chick where it's like. They think that shit is stupid unless she's like extremely masculine. That's like the one time that shit backfired. She actually cock blocked me while I was doing the shit on another chick. I was like years, years ago. It was awful. And then her perception from her friend basically shitting on it kind of downed her mood. And we already know how that goes in them kind of nightlife group scenarios. It's like you have to really play to the crowd. It's almost like playing to the crowd first and then getting to the chick Focusing second. on the girl yeah. after, exactly. You could isolate her, but uh, number three, let's get it. Challenge them, don't be scared of their reaction, and be willing to take that L or lose her. Man, don't be afraid of what she's gonna do if you say something, or if she's gonna walk away, or if you're dating her. Oh my god, what if she breaks up with me? Because at the end of the day, when you do that, you're showing weakness, and when you're showing weakness, it means that your principles don't mean anything to you. When you show weakness, it shows that you you have no backbone. You fold to pressure. You, if you fold, fold like a lawn chair. Exactly, you folding like a lawn chair out here under under her pressure. She can fucking do whatever she wants with you, and she could like. She can. She owns you, basically. She exactly. Can make she's just you do gonna put your name in the phone as laundromat, cause that's what she knows. She could just wash and fold you. <laughs> there he go. That's the laundromat. Why? Why the dude? I just wash and fold whenever I want. Just bring them out to dry, and then bring them out whenever I feel like it, man. All right, that analogy went on too long. But anyways, another thing about this. One of the great comics. One of the great comics that I love or love to hate. Is dudes saying shit like, oh, I just don't want to fuck it up, which is understandable. But at the same time, just just by saying that, it's like you're, you're putting your mindset to where you're playing not to lose. Instead of playing to win. And I always bring that up because there's so many things in life where that shit is like true. Whether like whenever I perform magic as a younger kid or whatever the case is, or when I even play Super Smash Bros, like if you start playing scared in a high level match, that's it. You're done. They're going to smell it. They're going to start beating your ass. And the same thing in the little bit of boxing that I did for a year. Like, you could just, you have to fight like you're fighting to win. No <laughs> matter, matter fact, who it is, whatever the case we, is. We told that to the, to, our, to the same client that we spoke of earlier. We was like, man, don't show fear. Have a fucking poker face when you say shit. Because if you, so, if you show fear, they smell that shit. Girls are very adept to fucking social cues and just reading people and reading situations so if you show fear she's gonna she's gonna notice it man you gotta be like if you say some shit don't stutter man don't fucking stutter step don't hesitate say what you gotta say they smell fear like wolves bro that's a fact man you gotta be willing to walk away if you're not willing to walk away then man you got you just got to be willing to park, pick up your ball and walk away sometimes and that's why you know you want to practice abundance with women to where the main goal if the if this is an area in your life where it's like you have other things going in your life because we do recommend you have a bigger thing in life going for you that you aiming cuz we don't want more you trying to later. learn how to do this shit out of a cardboard box yeah more but on yeah, that later exactly but when you do this shit 
you should make it your goal. Like, I want to get good at this first rather than get any particular one girl at work or one girl in the situation or or just even just I just want to get a girlfriend. I understand that you just want to try that experience and it's inevitable, whatever the case is, but still make it your main goal because then your subconscious will follow through with, okay, I want to get good at this first so then I have that area of my life handled. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Just become a beast. Just... Bust your ass until you're good enough, and then you can relax a little bit. But what, still, one know. of my boy Richies, that's a great, that's a great point that you just make. Is one of my, one of my boys that I like uh, growing up, and I, I put yeah, him on sure, to Richie, seduction, bro. and I and I put him on Shout to to, to all his shit. And cool ass dude. basically, he mentioned the other day on a thread. He was he basically said I fucking met this girl that yeah. I fell in love with, and I'm actually with her now. I'm having I'm having he's actually having a baby. So congrats to you, bro. Proud of you. He's having a kid. Yeah, he's having a kid, man. It's amazing, bro. And basically, he was like, all the shit that you taught me gave me the confidence in order to even bag this chick and make this connection with this chick. But at the same time, I know. Word. And then he was like, at the same time, I know internally that I have the skills already that if I wanted to get any any other girl, I could. It's just knowing that you could. Yeah, even if you want to be with one chick and you're with one chick and you're doing this one chick thing. Or whatever, you still should know that if you wanted to, if she broke with you tomorrow, or if she did some toxic shit that you had to get rid of her and get her out of your life, you know that you could get another girl the next day or the next week or whatever it be. You have that fucking skill set to fall back on, so you're not fucking scared of like being alone, because it goes hand in hand with abundancy. And everybody talks about abundancy and abundancy. And you can't be if you if you actually really live in abundance, then why are you fucking scared of what this girl's gonna do? Why are you fucking scared of taking that L? Why are you scared of her walking away if you're able to have other girls? If you if you know like if scarcity is basically fear of being alone and the fear of not being able to have another chick if you wanted to. Yeah. So doesn't it make sense? To be able to challenge them when you when you want to stand behind your principles, doesn't it make sense to challenge them when you when you feel like your happiness is is coming is coming into play as far as it's affecting you and your life exactly. and, and and how how fulfilled you feel with your life? And on a subconscious level, when you get that scarcity, it starts breeding a bunch of weirdo ass behavior out of people like. It can even be on a fundamental level, like even just with food or whatever. If you feel like you don't have enough food, you start fucking holding on to the food. You're looking at it and the next person's suspicious. You know, there's jealousy going around. It just, it just starts breeding a whole bunch of bad behavior from different directions because you're in that mindset of trying to keep everything. And as soon as something co- comes up, like an opportunity, you're thinking of all the losses. You're already counting all the negatives and the, because you're focusing on the negatives all the time mm-hmm. rather than living like, okay, I'm alive. I, I'm I'm here. Like I have everything that I need to try to build on top of it. Instead exactly. of instead of being in a building mindset, you're being in a and eh, keep everything I have. And it's like someone's yeah. just gonna slap that shit out your hand. Like wake up, stupid. Playing double dutch with one foot in, one foot out, scared to go in, man. And, exactly, man. And it's like now. you should be stacking up W's. You shouldn't be trying to avoid L's. Just stack up W's. Don't like worry that. about like avoiding that. L's. You should put that in your quote book. <laughs> All right, man. This one's on you, number four. Let's go. Oh, man. This is like the AMS step, yo. Have a bigger purpose than women. Slash value your time. This is so fucking important, man. I, I put is... it down to something like this, man. This should be something that when you wake up in the morning, you think about before you think about a woman, 
before you think about it. even a date. You might have a date, you're super excited. If it's your first time, trust me, I know that fucking feeling. That shit feels amazing. But this should still be something that you think about first when you wake up. Something that you're chasing bigger outside. Because there's a lot of dudes who have the mindset of, oh, like, I have a decent job. I have this. All I need is the girlfriend, and then I'll be happy. And that shit, I wouldn't, I wouldn't. I wouldn't go for that, man. Now you should always be working towards something, man. It's that's a, that's another thing that is a, is inherently attractive in itself, a, a passion and a, and a and a drive to do something else. If if your only passion and drive is this bitch, then she's gonna be like, damn, this dude is clingy as shit. Like I'm the only <laughs> thing he has to look forward to all the time. This this dude, if I don't text him all day, he don't have anything else to be passionate about and to be doing. I'm the one who you're the you're like you're you're basically you're making women your only source of gratification and happiness. So that means that if you find yourself in a situation where all your bitches is gone, all your girls are gone, just that situation like earlier, you find yourself in scarcity because now you're scared of uh, of like not having this girl anymore. Now all of a sudden, what if you have nothing to fall back on? If you would have had something to fall back on, a, a passion, something that's more important than this chick and more important than all these other chicks, then it's just nothing to you. It's just like okay, boom, whatever. I, I'm, I don't. I, this, this girl canceled her date with me or whatever. So, but I still got some awesome shit that I got to do tomorrow. Anyways, I have some shit that I have to focus on tomorrow. Anyways, so I'm not even sweating this this chick flaking on me or canceling that. What I'm gonna do is I'm gonna do what the fuck I got to do and focus on my goal, and then I'll go out there and I'll just get another chick. Period. Get him. Damn, you just went in, man. Shout out to everyone in the 24/7 Unleashed Hangouts chat. Yeah, shout out to y'all, man. Y'all actually inspired this topic for me, man, because a lot of a lot of the shit. That we be talking about foundation shit that you should have that will lead into other things where you're not so focused on A, B, C, one, two, three techniques. And instead, it's a certain uh, natural attractiveness to you that yeah, will gravitate women towards you. And yeah, just, for sure. Your mindset. Because you know? your mindset will set up your subconscious. Like everything we say, man, everything is duality. So it's like you got your conscious then you got your subconscious. If you set your mindset to a certain goal, your subconscious will always go back to that without having to think about it. Like if you go out with the goal of like trying to build the, the deepest connection possible, not so much, oh, I'm trying to get a number or mm-hmm. I'm trying to like, you know what I mean? Like trying to get over my approach anxiety, even though that could be fine too. Incrementally, that's totally fine. Baby steps and all that. But at the same time, when you fucking... If you make it your goal to build the deepest possible connection in the shortest amount of time possible so you can ensure that second date, if you could try to get that instant date too, or at the very least ensure that second date, those two options, that that will just lead all your actions to be towards that direction. Like everything you do, when an opportunity comes up, you'll go for it because your subconscious already knows like, oh, I'm here to, I'm not here to play. Like I'm here to try and get as deep as possible. You're going to be genuinely interested in her. You're going to be looking at her and you're going to want to know because you know that that's the whole point. Like you're not thinking of anything else. You're not thinking of what do I say or whatever the Mm -hmm. case is because you know that that is your deepest fucking goal, period. Just like if you know your deepest goal is to chase your dream or whatever, as soon as you wake up, that's going to be the first thing you think of. So it's the same thing on dates. If you're on a date thinking like, I hope I don't fuck up, that's just subconsciously what you're going to be thinking of. 
If exactly. you think of yourself as, or even just if you think of yourself as a regular dude in terms mm-hmm. of your identity, period, when you come across things in life, like an opportunity to make more money or an opportunity to further your life, you might just think, oh, this is too far-fetched. This is, like, I'm just yeah. a regular guy, whatever the case is. I mentioned this shit in videos, but it's a huge fucking thing. And it happened on unconscious level. And we, I think we all experienced that moment. I always bring it up. Like, I've seen videos where it might say, make money or improve your life in a certain amount and it says thousands of dollars and you click on that because it sounds more realistic than something that says like millions of dollars you feel like oh that's too far-fetched uh-huh but that's all that's just because your subconscious fucking you and you gotta you gotta put your subconscious to the highest level possible because then that's when you like attain to do that shit when it actually comes to you and then even on a more basic level it just makes you better at conversation and makes you better at, at, at creating that connection if you're able to like not worry about what you have to say because a lot of dudes be asking me I've, like every time I talk about this they'll be like but I'm not that interesting or like I, I'm gonna be honest bro I actually don't do a lot of shit or whatever and I'm like see that's the problem though if you did other shit that you were into and you were passionate about that's what you would talk about that's such an easy topic to, to like to go in about because you actually care about what you're saying. You actually care and you're showing how important it is to you. And it's just easier to fucking go on and, and make a connection if, if you can actually, you know, get in depth about something. And even then, I still feel like you have no excuse because you could always instead talk about what you want to do and put the emphasis on that. If you feel like there's not enough things that you have on your resume of things to say to her mm-hmm. or whatever the case because you don't need that shit either. Chicks are very right brain, not that fucking like by word. Every single thing you have to say, just speak with passion about what you want to do, and you'll have her mind just focus on that. You'll have her brain, her imagination focus on the things that you want to do, and she'll associate that to you. She's not gonna be like, "Oh, look, he's a mom on the street." She's gonna be like, "Oh, look, he wants to. He's chasing his dream of being a fucking rock star, or whatever the case is." And Plus, you should always be striving to grow as a person. Outside of women, anyway, you should always be striving yeah, to be not that better this at is for, something for women at all. Exactly, sure. like you, you. This, this is a th- something this is for just yourself. A natural thing that feeds into it. Exactly, this is something for yourself. This is something like, yo, take a salsa class, man. Learn how to play <laughs> basketball. Do something. I was saying that the other day, like indoor rock climb. Do some shit, man. Go, go to the community pool. Do yeah, try, some, try something to get better at. <laughs> I use the internet yeah. as your resource. You know, there's things. There's, there's no other time in history better than right now to meet women. Despite all the Me Too shit, despite all the feminism, despite all the fucking bitching about online dating results or whatever the case is, there's no other better time. You don't got to worry about getting killed for talking to a certain race. You can access every single type of women and it's, and you good like that that's amazing that is amazing in terms of this this right here no other better time in history now's the time gentlemen now's the time to grab your fucking balls and put that shit on the line because you don't want to be on your de- I don't even want you don't want to be on your deathbed looking back google shit to do shit. in your neighborhood man just go on google right now and be like shit to do in texas <laughs> shit to do in california shit to do in canada shit to do in new york they track you, man. You just got to say, shit to do near me. Like, no problem. John Smith, 801. <laughs> Some shit. All right, man. This is actually something that we've been talking about for a while in almost all the steps because it's so fucking important. Damn, which is yo. number five. Keep eye on the main goal. 
For example, if you approach a girl, the goal should be to create a deep connection. Yeah, so, that's pretty much what I just said. It's very similar. So kind of naturally delved into that because it's just it's the most important thing at the end of the day. Actually, nah, this is its own step, which is just trying to create the deepest connection possible in the shortest amount of time possible. Doesn't matter if it's day game or night game, whatever the case is. Yeah, if you get swept up in just oh, the... in, a, in a cold approach though, like if you're at the gym, if mm-hmm. it's a gym, school, work. Then you could do slow burn over the weeks. You don't got to be putting your foot in your fucking mouth all in one. I'm not saying that. But in a cold approach situation where you don't know that girl, where you could, she could literally walk away, you never see that, that bitch again, mm-hmm. then, then, then for sure, that's the fucking goal. Which is why you shouldn't get swept up on being Mr. Flirtatious, Mr. Smooth Guy all the time. Because if you focus on that, you're just going to get swept up in the conversation and having this flirty, jokey vibe. And then at the end of it, you go for the number and she actually gives it to you because at that moment, she her, her emotions are on high with you because you're being funny and smooth. But as soon as you leave, an hour later, she's not even thinking about you. An hour later or the next day, it's, you were just that funny, flirtatious guy that she had a conversation with. So you, you didn't provide no, no value into her life. You didn't bring any, any value outside of just being a funny interaction that she had that day. If you, if you actually talk about some deep shit and, and you actually focus on your goal, which is to create that connection, then she, she'll have that to fall back on and she'll think about that connection that she made with you that day. And it'll, it'll just motivate her more into, into a second date or whatever, a day two or meeting up with you or, or actually responding to your text when you text her that's why i was saying like i wrote this post about saving your t- your text close or whatever your number close or getting her number all the way to the end after and trying to have an instant date first because if you have an instant date first and you take her somewhere you you walk somewhere nearby or you go to a coffee shop or a cafe or a pizzeria or whatever the fuck something close by and sit down it gives you the opportunity to actually have a conversation with her and actually talk about some shit that's just not some funny flirtatious shit or some cookie cutter conversation and, and if you can't pull that off then you want to be trying to establish the date before you get the number. At like least that talk way, about the it, number yeah. is the afterthought. Yeah, exactly. Like you should be going into the logistics of like what her work schedule is and all that type of shit before you get the numbers. You should be talking about the date and hyping it up, but in a mm-hmm. way where it's hyped up, but in, it's like a take it or leave it type of thing. Where it's just like you're hyping it up, like oh, it'll be this awesome coffee date, but or you know, you know, it's take it or leave it type of thing. Obviously, you don't want to have that needy energy. And um, yeah, man, like what you said. Keeping an eye on the main goal. This is like a little bonus tip, side tip for this step. It's basically when you do number closing, when you do get that number, try to go for it in a way that you put your number in her phone, right? So when you take her phone, just write a funny or like playful, memorable name for yourself and then save her and then give her a nickname and and save her on your phone as something playful and just something that you could connect back to your interaction so if she if the girl's from Texas and she has a southern accent you could you could call her Texas or you could call her Southern Belle or some just any little funny like yeah. personal mm-hmm. little nickname so it's just sure. it just it makes you it makes her more comfortable and it's just like an inherent comfort factor just thinking that you guys are close enough to actually have like a little nickname for each other. So save yourself as something memorable or something that she can connect back to your interaction and actually remember what you guys talked about and shit like that or inside joke, whatever. And then when you hit her up, just be like, what's up, Texas? Or what's up, fucking... Yeah, no, I was going to say, like, if you couldn't pull the phone thing off, like, later on when you hit her up, 
I would actually, I just want to say, I actually, like, if I cold approach a woman and I build a deep, solid connection, I'm probably going to text her, like, 15, 20 minutes, 30 minutes after, hour an hour after. I, I'm not going to wait, like, yeah. two days and That's shit. That's actually a question that we get a lot. People be saying, like, yeah. oh, should I wait two, three days before texting her? Should nah, I just wait? Nah, like, no. I'm not really. Strike while the iron is hot. She's Her emotions are in a high with you right now. It's the perfect time right like, away what's the point that you're fresh in her memory. Yeah, like she doesn't. If you just wait long, a I'm long time to text her, just get stupid and shit. Like if you just built the, this awesome connection, just wait a bit. Like I was walking, I got something to drink, I'm chilling a little bit, and then I hit you with a text. But when you text her, yeah, you call her by her nickname. That's why it's great to have a little insider. Like if you're over here, like one thing that's great to do, if whatever her passion is, because that is naturally what you should be talking about, your passions and things like that. Mm -hmm. Maybe you could find a way to twist that into a possible second date opportunity in the future. Like I had a chick where she skateboarded and I was like, okay, cool. You could give me skateboarding lessons. Then later on when I texted her, it was like some skateboarding type reference or whatever the case is like mm -hmm. i don't i don't i can't even remember at this point but ollie your way to my heart baby exactly <laughs> that actually ended up being pretty bad because i couldn't mm -hmm. skate for shit and she was skating away from me which basically <laughs> led to me looking like i was chasing her like a bitch which i had to put a hail mary attempt to stop oh, that man. shit but that's a whole nother story man but yeah another a fucking positive <laughs> to actually texting her right away or at least like you know 10 15 20 minutes after right after your interaction is that if she goes back to her routine and she goes back to her friends and then she goes back to whatever chads are fucking flirting with her on a daily basis then it's easier for you to like fade into the background as just a, a memory yeah, of, and that's of also why you gotta get into the most deepest fucking shit possible what's the most deepest shit right, i'm gonna tell you hobbies passions childhood family Future adventures between you two, introspective topics, and sexuality. Those are like seven of like seven of the eight or nine most powerful fucking topics right off top. I'm telling you. I'm gonna say are you, will you hear me? I say this shit again. Motherfucking hobbies, passions, family, childhood, introspective things, sexuality, tragedies and struggles also. That that is one too. Yeah, good and bad. And Remember yin -yin. duality. That's exactly. how I so. A lot of us, we spend all day acting fake with people. I'm fine. My Super day's positive. going great. Motherfucker, your dog just died. What the fuck are you talking about? Your day great. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> when you're able to connect with someone on everything, the same way you talk to your best friend or whatever the case is, she's going to be able to talk to you about things that she wouldn't even tell her best friend because exactly. chicks are afraid of getting judged who, by other chicks. Who are the people that you, talk, you tell your deepest things to? People that you really connect with and people that mean a lot to you and that you mean a lot to them. So... Isn't it natural to think that that's what you should be talking about? That I, it's fine to talk about shit I like that? I got an amazing bonus tip right now. Y'all ready for this? I'm going to mm. jump roll. Things that you should hear that will tell you that you're doing this this right right here. If you hear the following. If you hear a girl say something like, wow, it feels like I've known you for a long time. Mm. Like, it feels like I've known you for longer than I have. Or if you could even say that and she agrees to it enthusiastically. That that's a big one. Or she even says something like, "Wow, it's weird. Like I usually don't tell someone this this fast or whatever mm -hmm. the case is." Or she could be even talking about something, and then maybe stop in the middle of it and be like, "Well, why am I even telling you this?" If she's doing shit like that, that's great because that means you got her lost into her deepest topics that actually mean 
shit to her that make her up as a person, her background, who she is, her passions, the things she's interested in, her family, her loves, her, all that type of shit, and ultimately even her pain. And when you could hit on every single one of those things, that yin and yang, at the end of the day, that will separate you from every other dude. That will make her see you again, and you won't. And it's like this. If a brand establishes enough, I hate using this example, but if something, if a brand established it itself enough to where you believed in it emotionally or whatever the case is, they don't need to do some salesy, they don't need to have some weird pop-up to make you buy some shit, because you're going to go out of your way to be like, I want that shit, like I fuck with that person, or I fuck with the, the product, or I fuck with the thing, you just... You don't even need to do that shit because you already put in enough emotionally into that person to where they want to see you again. And you're not even going to have to worry so much about how do I check the number because you're already talking about the date. It's already a thing. You already talked about the logistics of her work and all that type of things. You know what I mean? Yeah, plus she's she's probably already ma- imagining chilling with you again if you're talking about some shit that really that she she really feels deep inside so it's just natural it's just natural to think that yeah natural to lead into a date too and you don't have to even worry about that shit not getting the text back all right so yo when we hit 200 subscribers on the channel i gotta make i gotta make like a a cold approach street type guy like a full guy because i call it my three by four technique man it's just beginning middle and end in between the beginning and the middle and end, there's basically three things going on. There's the physical, the verbal, and the logistical. So in the beginning, and then there's the fourth factor, which is sexual too. So in the beginning, it's going to be light things. And then the middle, it's like, it's just a whole thing. And I want to get into that deep for everyone who joined, you know, Unleashed Gang, man. We about to hit 200 subscribers. Didn't you say we got like the most views in the last like two weeks that we've yeah. had in the last started? In the last week, we got like over a quarter of our shit. Yeah, man, I'm nervous. We got a crowd now. I'm like, shit, (laughs) sweating bullets, people. Y'all waiting on the content. Don't worry, we're going to be dropping it on you every Tuesday, no problem. 8.30 p.m. Eastern time. So with that being said, any final thoughts, y'all? Now we actually got a little bonus tips. We got some bonus tips here, man. Oh, my fault, my fault. We got some little side bonus tips here for you guys. All right, a little bonus tip. Bless her with sexual moments casually. This way you can paint yourself as a sexual being of this as the sexual being that you are. It's easier for her to connect sexuality to you and physical escalation with you if you point yourself uh, like paint yourself as somebody who's comfortable in their sexuality and who's open to things and who's who's not ashamed of having a sexual side because then she won't be ashamed to have a sexual side herself and all as we go back to the duality aspect, all girls have a a maiden side and like innocent side and all girls have a little slutty sexual side so it's just embracing both things and you can't embrace both things if you're afraid of being sexual and talking about sex and talking about what you like and talking about what she likes and talking about shit you want to try talking about shit she wants to try i know a lot of you will probably be scared to bring that up early on in an interaction but after you're talking for a while and you're connecting on a deep level and you're doing all these other steps that we said and she connects with you already what's what's so bad about dropping a little question of like so what was your craziest sexual experience or or selling selling telling a story telling a story about some crazy sexual experience you had or there's just some light it could be some light shit doesn't matter like it's just it's just opening Mm -hmm. opening up the sexual side of you in her eyes so it's easier for her to digest sexuality from you yeah and i also think this step is great for long term because it's like to keep a chick interested long term, a lot of dudes who get into the pattern of just being like regular 
and then sex mode, and then regular, and then sex mode. They're like, hey, honey, and then they're moaning, and then it's, hey, honey. It's just yeah. never a cross in between. Like, you should have those moments where you bless her, where you fucking might slap her ass in public and look in her eye and give her that knowing look, or you fucking try to do some shit in public while she's like, you know what I mean? There should be an air of, like, anything could happen. It's not just this... This okay, we fuck in the morning and then yeah. or we fuck after that at night. It's like it shouldn't fucking be like that. There has to be some. I shouldn't have to tell people that, but it is. Plus, you should. Yeah, man. It just adds a fucking latent sexuality all the time. So it's if you have that latent sexual tension, you don't have to feel like you have to turn it on. Like okay, now I'm gonna seduce her. I'm gonna try to get her into sex. I'm gonna I'm gonna try to get her into the bedroom because there's always that latent sexuality around you. She sees you as a sexual person. So there's always that, you know, like in the background, she exactly. knows that you're a sexy ah, like motherfucker. The way you put that in the background. So, yeah, exactly. so there's always that it's in the background. Implied. She knows. It should be implied all the time. Like you see those couples where it's like when they're in normal mode, you know they're really like in normal mode. Yeah. And if this motherfucker even acts sexual, it's going to be so foreign and shit. You know what I mean? It should, yeah. it should be a thing where it's like at any mode, at any time, 80% of the time or some shit. You know what I mean? Like it should be. This lingering, unspoken thing, you know what I mean, in the background at all times. Like, oh, you just came out the gym, you looking sweaty, you giving her that look, because she's giving you that look, like, there should be that shit in the background. Otherwise, it's like, it's just this robotic, man, it's this on and off type shit. Women are like dials, men are like light switches a lot of the time. Like, we go from, ah, oh, we're normal, and then, ah, oh, time to fuck. And chicks is like, you got to be able to turn that dial more here and there. And I made a thread about women and men's emotions, and it came across, you know, a lot of people disagreed, and by a lot, I mean, like, two people that posted. <laughs> <laughs> I respect everyone's opinion, ultimately, at the end of the day, as long as everyone comes at me respectfully. It was just weird because a chick was like, women are not emotional. This is bullshit. I'm <laughs> like it's not exactly helping your point, lady. But shout out to you, lady. If you li- if you're listening, if you made it this far, hit me up, yo. You know my email, seductionleashcoach at gmail dot com. <laughs> All right, send your picture another, first, though. Another little bonus tip for you guys, and I feel like we mentioned this a lot, and I feel like it shouldn't even be said, but we have to say it because some dudes think that pickup and 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 attraction. And seduction is like a magic pill, a magic fix. All you need is to say the right thing. Wait, isn't there one more bonus? Uh, nigga, that's what I'm saying right now. Let oh, me my finish. Fault. I'm so, <laughs> so boom. So a lot, a lot of dudes think that you know it's a magic fix and that you could, you could just say the right thing and do the right thing, and it's just like, okay, she's gonna drop her panties because I did this right thing and I said the right thing. But a lot more goes into it, and you just have to have an air of taking care of yourself and and focusing on yourself and what better way to fucking focus on yourself than smelling good and having good hygiene just because uh you you maybe not the most attractive guy in the world or or like you got into pickup and then into game and into seduction so that you can get any pretty girl and it doesn't matter how you look it doesn't mean you shouldn't take care of yourself and fucking have some nice smelling cologne or you know try to have a like, you know, have your hair cut right or whatever the fuck. Just, you know, just a little, at least work a little bit on you. So, some, show some effort in yourself. Like, you if you don't put no wash fucking your ass, man. Yeah, man. If you, don't, if you don't put any effort into yourself, how, she fuck, how the fuck she's going to believe that you're passionate about all this other shit and you can't even, you can't <laughs> even take a shower? 
You can't even take a shower right. Uh, look, the best recommendation I can give to you for cologne is one time I was at an office in my job. And there was a group of chicks checking out this exhibit. It was like some class shit. But it was just mad young bitches. It was just mm -hmm. all in the crowd. And I just walked by, and I'm just doing some random shit. And one of them just goes, oh, my God, he smells really good. Just like that. Just like that. It sounded like a B-tag or some shit. Mm -hmm. And then they all laughed. Like, they all just did that giggle. And it was just like, well, thank you. You know what I mean? It was just one of those moments. And I was like, yeah. damn. Cologne is the shit because I had actually got that cologne recently, so that was like the best possible validation you could get for buying a new fucking cologne. Plus, man. another good part of that is like, let's say you, let's think of it in the frame of that you just approach this girl and try just, to get some you, natural shit though, man. Don't be getting no shit with a gajillion fucking chemicals. I know I could get some cheap affiliate money, even though they probably wouldn't. But I'm just saying, man, try to try to stick for more natural things, you know. Right. So if you approach a girl and you just met this girl <laughs> and this this is a new chick that you don't even know, if at the end of the interaction, you exchange your numbers and you had that deep connection and maybe you, whatever, you kissed her, whatever. doesn't matter what happened, but you give her a hug. You give her a tight five, six, seven second hug, hold her tight or whatever, and then she's just laying her head on your chest and what does she smell? She smells this great-ass cologne and she just, it's like some fucking pheromone animal shit. When she remembers you later, she it's a memorable like smell. Like, oh, like I remember, I, I even remember the way you smell. Like, I've had girls tell me, like, I remembered you smelled mad good that first day I met you. You know, just like a little mind hack. It's like a little mind hack to be memorable. Yeah, man. That's something actually that she can connect a very back good to you. point, man. When you smell something that... You ever smell something where it's like, holy fuck, where did I smell this before? Like, it makes you feel like a kid. Like, you feel like you haven't smelled this smell yeah. since... It brings you back to a memory that you yeah, had in the so past. You have a, an awesome smell associated with you that is a nice little, a little thing, you know? All right, man. Any last thoughts? I think I'm about topped out, man. It's been a good episode. Definitely, man. So think, have uh, those five steps in mind, plus the little bonus tips. And uh... also, we do video consultant for those of you serious. Hit up seductionleastcoach at gmail.com. And ultimately, with that being said, man, stay sharp, man. Peace. Peace.